The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Bienvenue, mesdames et messieurs. Bienvenue Whoa. au Cowboys Break. Je suis Ambar Garcia, accompagné par Derek, Nicolas et David. Bonjour, Ambar. Comment ça va comme ça? Comme ça, comme ça. Comme ça. Bonjour ici, mais un petit, un petit froid. Uh, I know y'all are speaking French. <laughs> I think I said that right. You're always cold. Wait. What? Wait. What were y'all talking about? She said I'm cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's right. cold outside. It's well, not it, cold it's not cold in here right now. It yeah, feels, feels good. good. But, anyways, welcome just so back you guys to another know, episode. That was <laughs> just a little challenge. I was telling Amber to pick it up, and she decides she's going to go with the French. There you go. Nice You're welcome. Touch. <laughs> well, um, yesterday you were gone and some news came out. I yeah. doubt it came as a surprise to anybody. Wow. But You're right. It didn't. I, no, like I don't even. Like, yeah, I moved past that in about a minute and a half. I'm right. just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was with was Taylor and when expected. she mentioned it, I was like, oh, finally. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. So, for I'm sure everyone knows that is listening, but for those of you that don't, Terrence Williams ended up getting suspended for three games. But what I want to know is, what does this mean for the Cowboys? He was put in IR. What exactly happens now? Does the suspension starts when he comes off IR? Or how does this affect the cap? Or can they cut them? If so, when? If they want to? What happens here? It doesn't really change anything. Um, He's the suspension lasts while he's on IR. He's on IR until the end of November. So by the time he's available to come back, he won't be suspended anymore. And I know I'll be brutally honest. Like I, I'm not sure about the mechanics of whether this changes his contract. Nick, do you know? I think that being suspended affects his guaranteed money. Um, some of the guarantees, however, so weird things that so have been happening. So just to get this clear, it. you can serve the suspension while being on IR. Yes, I don't yeah. think that's fair, by the way, but it's yes, not. But yes, okay. fair for who? For all the other guys that have to serve their suspension while they're playing football, so they literally get football taken away from them. So when you start Is thinking the, about it from the standpoint of yeah, but, a guy suspended okay, and he's he, already going to be missing football, but when is he going to when is he going to be suspended though? Like but, while he's on IR. What do you mean? No, I understand what you're saying, but then. Let's flip it around on the other side. If it, for not for now, when is he going to be suspended? Like when does he serve the next the three weeks? Right, I think. No, but I'm saying you, you're saying it's not fair to put him on right now because he's hurt, right? Okay. So when will he be? When when is it going to happen then? I, I would assume whenever he's active and ready to play. Right, but he's. I mean, nobody's. Nobody's gonna ever sign him again. What if he ever? What if he never plays again? Oh, okay, that's fine. When are you gonna take his money away from him? You have to take his money away from well, him. Well, that's and I was, that's what this is about. I, I get, your, I get, get your, the well, well, maybe it should be two different things. Maybe it is you will you will lose your money now, mm-hmm. and whenever you're available to play, then you will lose games. I just don't think for all those guys. You telling me Zeke sitting there thinking, 
how does he get to get the games while he's on IR? He's not going to play those games anyway. All those guys that have been suspended, do you think they think that's fair? You're probably right, but like, let's be brutally honest. Uh, At the end of the day, brutal. even the the players who love to play the most still like the checks, and he's going to get three checks taken. Absolutely, away. So, that's going to hurt. But they also love to play. They don't like to practice. They love to play, right? They do. But like again, hey, he's still losing three game checks. So I'm not the I host here, but I think we should move on <laughs> because we're really going to get down to a road we don't need to be getting down, honestly. And when it comes to this, so he's suspended. He's he's not playing. He wasn't going to play for all the like. We don't need to get down to anything more than that. I think because. We none of us know what's really happening yeah. in the situation, and I also, I would you know for all that you're like, well, how does it affect his guarantee? Can you cut him now? He's not costing you a roster spot right now, and he won't even when he's done with his suspension. Right. He's still not costing you a roster spot, so I'd be surprised if he's released at any point in the. They're not. Does he cost the team money though for the rest of the season that maybe they don't have to spend? That's and I don't. I like I said, yeah. it affects the guarantee, but he's still being paid a salary. But I believe when you're I, when you're on IR, your money's different, isn't it? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, but I then, thought then IR, you still get do, your, your money. You'd have to know. do an injury settlement, right? That's the thing, and that's where it calls you're into question. Up a can of worms. Here. I know, but me and but me and Taylor were kind of talking about that yesterday as we were hearing about the news and just wondering, you know, when you put him on IR then if this comes down and you want it to be able to save some money and you had the opportunity to, now you've just complicated that. Because certainly when guys are on IR or injured, now you're talking about injury settlements in order to let them walk. And so there's there's a lot of other things that factor in when you're talking about a guy on IR, I would yeah. assume. Just, just remember, at one point the injury report said non-injury related slash foot. Right. Right. So whatever Which, that means, I just I, I think Dave said it yesterday. Just just let him serve the suspension on the roster after that and just figure it out. It's weird. And yeah. he has two catches for 39 yards. And so we've probably spent more time on this than we probably need to. Probably. <laughs> and this, this team has oodles of cap space. Like maybe they're paying him more than they should be. Who cares? It, matter, like, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it is most likely that we won't be seeing Terrence Williams back on the field with the Cowboys no. at any point given point for the rest of the season so there's that on another note the practice report from yesterday came back looking really good compared to what it's been in a few weeks uh everyone in full except for obviously Tavon Austin who's still out with the groin injury and then Cheetah Bawuzie who is still being limited so there's still no news on his update of uh, of the injury or anything that came out so far? He's at practice today. Literally everybody but Joe Thomas. Uh, everybody but yeah. Joe Thomas was at practice today. Even Tavon was there, just not dressed out. But he was he's back from his second opinion, I guess. So that's nice. Um, okay, then let's hit the inactives right now. So, wait, back Real up quick, for me. Tavon yeah. doesn't look like he's going to be uh, having a surgery right now. Yeah. So, I, you know, there was some talk maybe about injury reserve for him. I don't know if they're going to go that road. I, I, yeah, it sound like it. It seems too early to say. I mean, you, I don't just because he's uh, doesn't need surgery doesn't mean he couldn't go on IR. I guess it just depends on how quickly they think they can get him back. He moves around like he's okay to me. I don't mean so like you guys did see him running around today. No, no, no. not running. Oh, I thought you said I just he was, mean, he was like like getting food. What kind of surgery do you he, get for a groin injury? Well, if I mean, if you, you surgery repair anything, I would assume. If it's, I mean, it's if it's a, a strain is a tear. I mean, if it was a bad strain, it could be a torn muscle. Yeah. Um, he was at practice, meaning he was standing there in a hoodie talking to the training staff. I mean, gotcha. Okay. He's moral support. So he's not moving at this no, point. He's not he moving around. Not doing anything. Okay. 
So this is at the at the least, this is still not something where it looks like he's coming back anytime like New. this week, next week, no. that kind of thing. We won't see him for a couple games or more. Hey, okay. John. All right. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. He'll be inactive this weekend. Then we have Mike White. Um, poor Mike White. Ooh. Joe. Poor poor Mike White. Mike just, White's got the playing. best job on Actually, this team. He, does. he has a cool job. He's making active roster money knowing that nobody's ever going to call his number to have to win a game. That is the dream. Although, there is something to the fact that when you have to practice all week, every week, and then oh, you never get to play a game. You get to watch meetings. I think he's okay. No, watch Financially, he's okay, it's, it's, but... Two hours of practice, three days a week, and go to some <laughs> meetings. Like that sounds. Okay. That's the dream. Let me ask you: if if you were a writer, and all you did was work on your mechanics, you work on sentence structure, and you work on you know how you put sentences together to create this really great narrative, but you never actually got to publish an article, how would you feel? But you're paying me like a guy <laughs> who gets published every I week? I should ask Nick no, no, that question, because I know Dave's personality, he would. He'd be like, I'm, I'm good. Nick, on the other hand, I bet you'd have a little bit of a problem with that. No, don't, don't say that. No, okay. I'm not buying it. Well, and don't buy it for Dave either. I mean, Dave, Dave, I mean. You like to get the bylines. Like you, nice. Of course you yes, like to get yes, the bylines, like but. It. It sounds pretty nice to like get paid a lot of money to not have to do that much work. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right, I get you. Uh, we do the inactives at practice, just as a you know, we like to have fun with them on Fridays. Um, Mike White, Tavon's out. Xavier Suafilo is out until otherwise notified. Joe Thomas, I would guess, will be out. Um, and then, then, um, well, Dalton Schultz has been the guy, but I don't know. You hear rumblings and see some things at practice this week that makes you think maybe Dalton Schultz might get a shot this week. As a fourth or with somebody else down? I don't know because I saw with my own eyes Blake Jarwin doing special team stuff today. So why are they doing that if he's not going to play? So if they're going to if they're going to keep four tight ends active, then I have no idea what they're going to do. Because <laughs> even if Sean Lee plays, which I think he will. Uh, Covington. You need well. You can't sit Covington because Joe Thomas can't play oh, right yeah. now. And I mean, I well, think, they did have five linebackers last have, week. Have they done that? I thought Co- I thought well, they the, only had five linebackers last week. Wasn't that out of necessity though? Because neither yeah. Thomas nor Lee could play. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why you'd have Schultz. I mean, uh, all I know is Rico's caught pass now, so I he's got to be active. He's he's doing things to, to make you yeah like, want to keep how many the ball. keep seeing how it goes. How many pass? Just how one. Many? Just pass. the one. About two, pass. two, two passes. Two passes. Oh, two passes. Yeah, two two passes. Leads Six the team. Weeks. He leads the team. Six weeks? I he leads the team. In, in uh, average yards per catch. He there does. we go. I have not seen enough to suggest. Like, I got to see it to believe it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Schultz is inactive this week, but I'm not going to be surprised if okay. I see him on Sunday. That's, right. that's how I'm going to do that. So, and that gives you seven? Mike White, Tavon Austin, Dalton Schultz, Xavier Suofilo, Joe Thomas, uh, Karan Reed will sit because all your defensive tackles are healthy. And then I would guess the new safety, Darian Thompson, probably sits. There we go. Because uh, C.J. Goodwin actually did a hell of a job on special teams last uh, last week. He's the guy that broke up that hook and ladder play on the punt return. So oh, good. Um, yeah. So I think Darian Thompson probably sits. So there you go. Love it. And we already discussed yesterday um, how – Sean Lee would affect the game or kind of step in or what would be his role coming back, especially after seeing how Jalen Smith and Layton have been playing so take far. Take his so time. Just take you, your time. You missed out, Derek. I'm just saying, he can just take his time. 
That's okay. Sean? Yeah. I'm curious about that. I mean, Jason Garrett called him up to do the jumping jacks at the start of practice. He was into it. He looked like Sean Lee. He looked pissed what off. What does that mean? He looked pissed off. He, was, <laughs> okay. he does everything. He, I mean, just he does yeah, I mean, everything. Like, does, when is he not intent? That's what I'm saying. So He looked He looked to me like he's planning it, on playing. It was It was like he went up there. He didn't say it, of course. He did the, the jumping jacks. But, it, I mean, just kind of screamed like, I'm, I'm back, bitches. I mean, that's what it seemed Whoa. like. I do wonder. Sorry. Th- there's, there's, a couple, there's a couple lines. You got a button over there? <laughs> there's a couple lines at work here, though. Because uh, On one hand, you got Sean, who yeah. always wants to play. And you got Jason Garrett, who's says there's only 16 of these where if you can play you're gonna play then there's jerry jones who goes on the radio and twice this week he's been like we're not blind to the fact that we got a buy coming up and i would like to be conservative if we can because it's a long season and you hear all about the collective agreement or collective decision making which i believe you know jerry jones does not make all the calls for this team but he's part of it so I would be. I'll, I'll be curious. I like, talked to Stephen Jones this week. He said, "I think Sean's going to play." I, there you go. I think he will too. So that, yeah. but I'm just, throw that in. I would be curious. You know, if Sean is all of a sudden in sweats on Sunday afternoon, and you're like, "Ah, the old man's got some pull around yeah. here." But I think also part of it is, and if you notice, you guys probably notice this because you guys talk to Jerry a lot. You talk to the other guys a lot, but. I think Jerry sometimes when he's talking, he just thinks of it like I'm giving a full 360 of the conversation. Yeah, for sure. So just because he says something doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. It means it was a part of the conversation. Sure. And could have a little bit of weight, could have a lot of weight, could be the way they're leaning, could be the way they're not leaning. But I just think he's just kind of telling everybody like, yeah, but this is something you got to think about, too. Don't forget about this. No, and, you're right. You know, I think we will see number 50 and in uniform on Sunday. We know how passionate he is and how aggressive he is when he comes to playing. But do you think this is maybe given what we've seen so far happen with some of these veteran guys and kind of moving on from them? Do you think that this is more like him wanting to be out there, make sure he takes over his territory and that the whole youth movement doesn't fl- flush yeah. him out of the way. I think that's part of it. Yeah. I, I definitely think that he, he sees what's what's happening. He wants to be back in the mix, and he can help this team, and there's a way to do it, and I think he's going to make sure that he's not out of sight, out of mind. I think that's even more important is he thinks he can help this team, and and I think that's true. He can help this he team. Can. So I think from that standpoint, that's probably more what drives him than, than kind of worrying because he saw the writing on the wall when they drafted these two guys. Like – he can't. He doesn't. Sean's not a dumb guy. Like anybody that's been around here for the last five to ten years has seen. There have been guys that have been more productive than Sean in his career. Who the Cowboys decided, hey, you know, you start seeing them draft guys in that in that position, and next thing you know, they're on the street. So, I'm sure Sean's under no illusions of what's coming at some point. I mean, he's getting older, and they got two guys now. They feel like are pretty good players right now. I'll say this too, though, is like. And I agree with all of that, but Sean Lee's approach has never once changed. Like he was around all the time, even in 14, when he tore his ACL in May, he was a constant around here, working hard, being part of the meetings, getting Anthony Hitchens up to speed. Like you remember kind of the jokes in 2016, like people saw a change in Tony Romo's demeanor when Dak Prescott started winning games. Like he was doing stuff that maybe he wouldn't have done when he was the assured starter, you know, Sean Lee would be doing, you know, he did this last year when they couldn't, they didn't have an answer at linebacker and they were totally screwed without him. Like, mm-hmm. he's been the same regardless. So, like, I don't think, 
I don't think he's any more motivated because these guys are playing well. I just think he loves football and wants to help the team. And Sean doesn't seem like the guy that's ever, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I don't think when it's come to his contracts, he's ever been one that was really like hardcore negotiating to get big money. Never. So I could really see a scenario where Sean continues playing here. Bust to the point, dollars. to the point, yeah, to the point where he's not he's not the starter anymore, but he still is a contributor. He's playing limited time. Those two guys are in a starting role, and his money reflects that. I could see a scenario like that because I think Sean loves the game that much. You have to to be you know out of it, and the season's over, and you're watching film. Like yeah. no, <laughs> you I, have to be that kind of guy. And I, yeah. I could see that scenario for yeah. for Sean. I, I really could. All right, let's take our first break, and when we come back, we'll answer some of y'all questions. Derek, can you hit give us the number where people can call yeah, us? Yeah, 888-855-2297. It is 888-855-2297. And we'll start talking about the Cowboys versus Redskins. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Back to the break. Show's back, so Amber. Sorry. I am Jeez. so I was She's over there watching YouTube videos. No, I was watching David Irvin's commercial. It's so good. Oh, my God. So good. With an attorney. It's uh, it's like <laughs> With a an attorney? personal injury <laughs> type of me. Personal injury type of guy. You know, like the Lawhawk and those. You know, the the what is the hammer? hammer? Yeah, the Texas <laughs> hammer. The goofy type of the attorneys that are willing to make funny commercials. What's he saying? I get in trouble. I need a lawyer. No, <laughs> you it's need actually, my lawyer. What it's a the, good commercial. Okay. I mean, in a bad. What way. What does he say? It's like, what is it? it says like, lost your nipple ring on the field. Oh no. my Call god. Me. <laughs> oh, I got a, a nipple story. Y'all want to hear it? Whoa! What? No, what, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not what you we think don't want to hear that. No, it's not what you think it is. Not what you think it is. Who's who's mine? First of all, mine. Oh. So you We're know, all I, up I, now. I run a lot, right? Mm-hmm. The other day, I went out for a run. 
I'm running. I run seven miles. I get back. Music behind this story. I get back. I take off my shirt, and my nipples are bleeding. What? Like bleeding? Wrong with you? I yeah, seriously, you're was, a distance runner. But I've never had that happen to that me before. That happens when you do oh my long God, distance runs. Out, really? Like, holy I mean, crap. it's never happened to me, but I've heard plenty of stories about it. And I went and looked it up online, and it is. It's a very common thing for runners. It's never Why happened to me before. Why would you want to but talk I, about that on a podcast? Because you said something about nipple rings, and it so and they're still kind of sore. So I was like, Jesus. It just, it's been on my mind. Did I just, you put a Band-Aid on it? I got your headline for you right Did you now. Put a I, have band-aid on it? I have Band-Aids on right now. Like it's, I've, been, I've they had make, Band-Aids uh, on for three days. They make like, okay, Derek's pasties here. <laughs> they make like a gel you can put on this there. I don't know. I, I lubricate Tell me a part of the body work. that begins with the letter T. Titties. What? Oh, that's what, what happened. Was, he said it. That's what hesitation. <laughs> nice. Where's that from? It's that's Family Steve Feud. <laughs> can that's we talk about? Can we talk about the Cowboys? <laughs> yes. Let's get back on Cowboys. Oh, oh my Derek. god! I got yeah. derailed for a second. I had to just tell the story. That's, Why? That's, that was pretty. That's funny, one, there's one thing about. You know, putting the the truck in the ditch on, but you just like just kept going sideways, I, stopped at McDonald's and all that. Not a sponsor, cool. Just talking about myself, my own struggles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. clearly. I'm sorry, man. I it's wish we had a tour come it's by. Not right good. Then. It's painful, man. Okay, let's just all right. Nip this conversation in the bud and let's move on. <laughs> move on. Lordy, lordy. All right. So clearly, there's there's been a lot of talk about Cole Beasley lately after what happened and the game he played, and we know. Josh Norman, how he he's known to make his comments and stuff mm. like that. But um, wanted to get your opinion on what he said in regards to Cole Beasley. Mm. Little number 11, Beasley man, have you heard his mixtape? They are actually really good, especially him. Dak is actually finding him in a phenomenal way. If you don't think so, just go pull up the Jacksonville Jaguars tape. You'll see that real quick. Pretty nice comment. I mean, compared to what he's used to say Derek's, about other people. Derek's face during that quote said it all. Because, like, yeah, I read that an hour or two ago, and I saw little number 11. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, this I is thought going, it was going really bad. This is going <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah. And then yeah. it was actually really nice. Like, thanks, yeah. Jano. Yeah. Which I don't even think Norman's going to deal with Beasley very much in this game. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Beasley played great against the Jags. And uh, a one of the underlying stories of this game is – I fully expect the Redskins to not let that happen or try their best yeah. not to if let that happen. And if he's talking about it, that means that that's something that I think Washington's probably going to game plan for. And that's what, what we've been wanting to see. Can the Cowboys, you know, you can game plan for Zeke all day, and, and there's been a lot of teams that tried, and he still has big games. I want to see a team that really tries to shut down Cole Beasley, and they can't have. So, are you certain though? You you mentioned you don't think Norman will necessarily be on him, but do you think it's at a point now where teams might look at it and say? That's really their threat. If, if we can neutralize him, if we've got a good enough corner that cornerback that can move around into yes, the slot. That's right. Yeah, and I think Norman's gone into the slot yeah, before. If he's you can do guys. that. Yeah, if you can so do that. So if you got a guy can that can it. travel, maybe you say, hey, if we take away him, we don't feel like the other guys can beat us. Not to say that, that Cole is necessarily proven to this point that he's just going to beat any defense. Yeah. But if he's the biggest option and the biggest threat from the standpoint of the receivers, why not? Yeah, you're that. There's an argument to be made for that. I, I'll be I'll be interested to see because Norman has traveled, but it's not his it's not his like mo, you know. So they could. I think the more likely scenario is that they just double the crap out of Beasley. Yeah. So 
Now, we have a, a really fun and interesting question as a poll <laughs> on the app. So if you're listening, please get go to the app and make your vote. I won't read the question out loud right now, but just check it out and give us your opinion on that one. Now, I wanted to get started in the predictions in the second segment just for Nick because <laughs> did you just read you the know, question? <laughs> I what? Oh, did you just read? Okay, here's the question. About, you know, you're about to read it. Derek's nipples. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay, good. <laughs> Please send your your vote. Should Derek wear band aids yes. while he runs? He should. That's a good idea. I will be doing that. Let from us now know. On. Yeah. You know, so, I, re- I love when you give Nick grief. It's like one of my favorite things about this show. But, like, I agree with him. People probably want to talk about the game. We don't have to wait till there's two I'm minutes just, left. All I said was, is while the music's going on, maybe we can, like, <laughs> give get our to picks. the prediction a little hey, bit before that. Rather why than, like, are you arguing right going. now? I'm, I'm pleasing you guys. Okay. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And uh, okay. Or do you want to move to the third segment? All right, let's okay. do it. We're fine. <laughs> I think That's it. Yes. Game day predictions. What is going to happen this weekend against the Redskins? Nick. Um, I think it will be a it'll be a good game. I really do. I think it's going to be a tight, um, little bit low scoring game, but you know, probably in the late teens, maybe twenties. Uh, I do think Dallas will will find a way to win this one, and so I, I'm going to go with Cowboys twenty one nineteen. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I like the score line. Seven field goals from uh, her. Damn. Seven field goals. No, I like it. But 21 19. I've so been highly uh, relying on Matt Hurt in this game. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. They've needed him in every road game they've played so That's far. They've needed him in almost every game, pretty yeah. much. I mean, he's, uh, he's been really, one. really good. I've been thinking about something Nick's been saying this entire week, which is that, you know, the, the narrative, and you're not the only one, but the narrative that this is the most important game of the season and all that good stuff, which I get it. I don't completely believe it because. They could lose this game and they're right back where they're used to being. They play well when their backs are against the wall, you know, 14 and two when they're one game under 500. Mm-hmm. Mediocre Titans team coming in here after the bye. Like, season's not over. If no. they, if they, uh, what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know exactly. Well, I'm going to agree with you to a point. It's not over, but like, the, if they're not a good team if they can't win this game, they're, they're not a team. That's worth getting excited about talking about playoffs and all that stuff. If they can't win this game, I believe that. Um, and that's why, you know, usually during the course of a week, I agonize and like I watch the tape and I, you know, you want the Cowboys to win, but I want to be right. Like that's, you know, you want to, I want to know what I'm talking about and the information I relay to people. I want it to be good this week. I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm all in on the Cowboys because I want them. It's on them. I want to see it. You Go on the road. You're five and zero. Your last five trips up there. They're fourteen and seven all time at FedEx, which is crazy to me. Um, they just they should win this game. Like this is a flawed team, and if you're any good, you should win. And that's really as much thought as I'm willing to put into it. I don't think they're gonna kick their butt. And you know, it's a division game, but but we've seen those games where they should win it. Absolutely, yet they don't. I've, and usually when that happens, it's because they're not very good. I mean, they weren't that good last year. They finished nine and seven thanks to a win in the worst football game of all time. But they weren't that good of a team. And if they can't pull this off, then it is a bad look for their aspirations, in my opinion. Um, so so what would be your final score? I think I said 24 to 20, something like that. Um, I think it, it, They're going to need Zeke to play well. Jeff Swaim, that's who I'm looking at yep. in this game. Uh, 60 yards and a touchdown for my guy from UT. Okay. Um, 
actually, I actually think that the Cowboys will. I think last week wasn't a mirage. I think that what you saw last week, um, I think the Cowboys can continue to do some of that. I don't think it's everything, but I think they continue to do some of that. Um, I think it's going to depend in large part on two guys, uh, on on Alan Hearns and on Michael Gallup, because I think that now what you're going to start to see is I do think teams are going to start to pay a little more attention to Cole because they know that if they don't, he can't have games like that. But I think they probably look at it and say, just like last year, if you pay a little extra attention to him, you can actually keep him out of the game and you can keep him fairly muzzled. Um, so I think teams will give him a little bit more of that attention they were giving him last year. Um, now the question will be, it keeps going, it's a domino effect, right? At the beginning of the season, it was, you got to stop Zeke. Well, now I think teams are going to say, you got to stop Zeke, but let's play a little, pay a little bit of extra attention in certain situations to Cole Beasley. Now it'll be a situation where can you figure out if one of those other two wide receivers can make teams pay when they're in single coverage. And if they can do that, and I think they will this week, I think that that sets them up for really the rest of the season because now they've got a few options that teams have to at least think twice about. It's not like back in the day, 2014, when you had Dez and Dez was going crazy. It's not that, but it is where teams have to make some decisions. If you're going to choose to really pour everything into Dez, then there there are wide receivers that if left to, to man coverage, that can beat you if the quarterback can be accurate and get the ball there on time and all those other things that have to play out. I think the Cowboys are able to do that this week. And I actually think it's not even that close. I think the Cowboys put up another big number as far as points, 31. Oh. I think they win 31-21 uh, to the Redskins on the road. Nice. Damn. All right. Well, let's take our – I picked them to win, but – This <laughs> defense has been steady. I don't think – I mean, to, and I think it's going to be a high score. I think the score. The Cowboys are going to score some points, maybe not 40 like they did last week. But I think this defense actually was you know torn. The... I wanted to say more like 10 points for the – for the Redskins, because this defense... You know what the Cowboys are averaging on the road right now? What? 12.8 points per game. So you're you're calling to triple that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And the only reason I'm saying that's because it's division. Division, just weird things happen. I think they may score a little bit more than than in a, in some of these other games. But beyond that, I actually think the Cowboys are going to shut... I think the Cowboys are going to have a fairly, really good day against this offense. My question is, can fairly, the offense really make... Day. Yeah, I know. Now, my question is, can the Cowboys offense continue what it had last week? And I kind of think they can, but we're going to have to see it. I think I mean, I'm picking them to win, but I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. There it is. We will see. <laughs> what? I you just, say that I, phrase every show. So right. I count it. it. It just pops in That's my head. Fair. By any stretch of the imagination. I say apparently a lot, too, yeah. just to tip yeah. you off. Mine is that. at the end of the day. Yeah. I say that a lot. Well, apparently we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, we'll keep discussing the Redskins versus the Cowboys. And we'll take some questions. Call us in or tweet us at Cowboys Break. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com football. 
It's time for tailgate with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox? The makers of those crazy protective phone cases? The one and only. They're also wild about protecting parking lot parties from sad drinks. It's why they made Elevation Tumblers. Rumor around the Crock-Pot is they're made from stainless steel with a copper lining to keep temps hot or cold. True. They even come in seven different sizes, up to 64 ounce, the growler. Hmm. I like how Otterbox drinks. I mean, thanks. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. To the break. Tommy John, get it. It's good. <laughs> you'll love it. It's the best underwear you'll ever wear. And if you don't think so, send it back to them. They'll take it gladly. They'll put it in a little file and they'll say they didn't like it. Give them their money back. But I bet it's not a very big pile. But it's file? TommyJohn.com forward slash cowboys. They also have good t shirts, they have stuff for men and women. They might have band-aids for nipples. Who say, knows? Maybe they, maybe they get you get yourself one of those comfy Tommy John t-shirts to help you with the chafing. Yeah, I've I've learned that you don't want loose-fitting things. You no. want things that are tight. Yeah. Compression that works, that helps. I've so. been sore yeah. after a long run, but never bleeding. No, never um, bleeding. Like, it looked like red just okay we don't need the visual bad. description of it, it thank you very bad. much for sharing your personal just, experience i'm sure other people as can far and as fast relate, as a maybe. show that i've been on has ever been taken into the dish <laughs> especially from Derek. Uh, yeah it's usually yeah it's usually nick or brian that that's the only that thing that's on my stuff. mind right now like right. i'm over here suffering so i okay. figured i needed to Okay. All hey, right. Kent, there's got to be a drop that you can pick up at some point from, from Derek's story there <laughs> i love it no we're all good. right here's a question from twitter since the Cowboys' uh, offensive line struggles with power, do you see Dallas trying to get the ball outside more this weekend? I well, you just did your own Miles Austin drop. I don't know if did anyone ever hear that. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I absolutely. Can we focus here? No, not can really. We, can not, we? Can we? It's hard. It's topic, hard to bring please. it back on the road after Derek. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying for you. Okay, Thank you. I'm throw trying. the ball outside. Throw the ball more. Oh, wait, oh, throw the ball. I thought you were talking about running the ball outside because they struggle with power. 
I, I just trying to get the ball outside. Okay. I fully that. And that's what we talked about yesterday. Like this Washington front. I mean, all the NFL fronts are big, but these guys are big and, and powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the interior Preston Smith is huge. I, yeah, I think we said this yesterday. Like, I think Dak's gonna, I think they're going to have to use Dak again. And I think Dak's going to take some hits in this game. I expect them to pull and he's going to keep the ball and probably have to take a couple licks to, get this thing moving the way they want to yep a couple of licks okay those are hits amber <laughs> oh. that's another word for a hit oh okay. god uh, sh- this shoot, show i don't i don't i don't even know what things mean anymore okay you get me idioms. confused with all these idioms <laughs> is that an idiom i don't know if that's an idiom i don't know i wouldn't but i don't know yeah mm. all right here's another English question guy. do y'all see the cowboys making any trade moves after this sunday's game never ever say never Especially, I mean, if injury, I mean, injuries are what have prompted the Cowboys right. to do those types of things before. That's how Bryce Butler got here, Matt Castle. Um, but I just, it, but all I would always lean more toward no than yes. And it's what such I would, a small percentage. What I would probably guess to is knowing the history of this team, recent history of this team. If it, if they were to trade for someone, it's not going to be some name guy right. that everybody's like, oh my, oh my goodness, Cowboys made this like. If they trade, it's going to be some guy that's a you know great special teams player can kind of fill in here and yeah. there, or you know this guy that maybe is a can fill this particular role, and they, they feel like it it makes sense like all the way around for what they had to give up. They gave up a six round pick for him, something like that. I guarantee that you know everyone's thinking about the wide receiver yeah. and Amari Cooper's names thrown out there, but I, I guarantee that Jerry remembers the past and when it comes to that and remembers trading for joey galloway and it really didn't work out like he wanted to and roy williams when it really didn't work out uh for what they they paid so uh i think that the cowboys will always be interested but i think that they'll be a lot more guarded on what they give up and therefore it's probably not going to work out from a compensation standpoint actually this very week uh stephen jones was a guest with ian rapaport he's like launching Everybody's got a podcast now. So he was on Ian Rappaport's podcast, and he he talked at length about how proud they are of how well they've done in the first round of the draft over the last you know decade or so, and you know how much that is a part of their their building strategy. And I mean, can't argue with them. Mo Claiborne is really the only first round pick that hasn't panned out for them in mm-hmm. in recent memory. And they've been getting a lot of good ones. That yeah, have really no, worked I mean, out for them. Not just worked out, but really worked Byron out. Byron Jones is their second worst first round pick after Mo, and he's a three year, four year starter who is playing great at corner right now. So they've I'll done play, really well. So just sure, whatever the reason <laughs> whatever is, is, but they're they're going to be real reluctant to part with a valuable draft pick based on yeah. what they've been doing with them. Now, Bryce Butler is expected to play this weekend. How much do you think that he's going to be able to contribute and actually make an impact on the game? Can I see it? No, <laughs> just very simple. I, 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 I got to I mean, right. I'll, Especially with how they're playing their receivers right now. Yeah, it, there's a lot of question marks this week on what, what's going to happen at receiver. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. And on Dave, you know, we've talked about this a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, you know, some kind of move even before this week. Not, not nothing major, not, no trade or anything like that. But I just I just think that the guys we think are going to play, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so sure on what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't. I, re- I really don't know right. if Bryce is going to play or not. Roster shuffle between he told now me and Sunday. Yesterday, he or? would. Ross, uh, he said he's going to play. 
Yeah. He told me he was going to be the starting receiver for the Cardinals, and he got right. cut. Right, so that's why you can't really no, I mean, and love Bryce. I, I like Bryce a lot, and I there, there's definitely a role for him here, but we haven't seen it. So, like, yeah. what's the point of trying to project what he's going to do if they just find a reason to sit him on Sunday? And the other thing, too, is with all these receivers, you what I mean, even if he is active, even if he does play, I don't know how much he's able to really, really contribute because – it's kind of this diffuse, like you saw that that stat sheet last week. You had Cole who had a big game, and then there was a bunch of ones, mm-hmm. like a bunch of guys that got one catch. Yeah. And so, yeah, he might get in there and get his one catch. I don't, I don't know that this offense is created in a way where he's really right. going to be able to contribute significantly. Yeah, Not right now. But but you know we talked about this yesterday on the show. I mean the Cowboys, I think will try to to you know uh, throw the ball deep a little bit more this week. They kind of saw the benefits of doing that. And he's a guy that can help with that. He can run. So, yeah. so that that would be it'd be interesting to see what his role is that way, and maybe extend the extend the defense. Yeah, he's got great taste in music. You think he's faster than Deontay, or you think Deontay's no. faster? Deontay's faster. I think Deontay's like really fast. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he is a borderline like track guy that's playing wide receiver. Really, that's what I think. Like he could go in a trial for the Olympics, and maybe he's got a shot. As much of a shot as any NFL player would have. I'd be too old. I don't know about. No, I'm just saying, like, you get my point. I'm not saying he just walks over there and takes, puts on some cleats and goes. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. He, I'm he was saying. clocked at four two three. When you're ever clocked at that's four fast. three, even though you yeah. you 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 don't probably have that anymore. What are you four, four three four? I mean, yeah. you yeah. know, I mean, I, I still think he he's he, fast. He's really fast, but I don't think he's a great receiver. I don't think he's got great hands. He goes up and runs the best routes and goes and wins the ball. I don't think that's his thing. But being that fast, I really hope they use him in those, you know, those end rounds, that kind yeah. of stuff. Because if you're not going to have Tavon, he does have that kind of speed that makes it look like everybody else is walking. And you give him a, a head start because yeah. he's going to be moving in motion and then the ball gets if, to him quickly. There may be some opportunity to really to really hit some things. Yeah, and, if Thompson you know. plays, I think they need to use the, use him on the end of rounds yeah. and things like that. Somebody's going to do it. They're not um, – I think Linehan said yesterday, like, they're not going to scrap that stuff. He wouldn't tell us who's doing it, but yeah. they're going to use They're going to do I it. I hope that they use Deontay. So. I think it would be good. Well, here's another question on regards to the O-line. We saw them play one of their best games last weekend. Now going up against the Redskins, do you think that they will be able to stay pl- – at the same level, play at the same level? If not, who would be the guy who struggles the most in this game? Well, I mean, again, I mean, it goes back to the point of oh, you hope they play up to that because they they haven't looked good on the road. I don't care what they did at AT&T. They've looked really bad on the road, and it starts with the tackles for me. I mean, I know, you know, Connor Williams took some L's in the season opener, but he's he's been all right for where he is and the fact that he's a rookie. But, uh, you know, Tyron, Tyron and Lyle have gotten worked a little bit in these road games. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I have nightmares about Frank Clark in Seattle. It seemed like he was a step faster than Tyron on half the snaps. Yeah. So something to watch. I think I don't think again, I don't think these guys are as quick and they're, you know, Clowney, Watt, Frank Clark. I'm, Preston Smith and Ryan Kerrigan are really good, but I think they're more powerful than quick. And so I think maybe that'll help Tyron and Lyle. And those other guys you mentioned, they're not just quick, they're quick and strong. So dealing yeah. oh, with that, yeah. dealing with a double punch is, is much different, right? This pass rush is not as impressive as I thought it would be with the names that, you know, they got two yeah. first round picks at tackle. Kerrigan's obviously a beast, and Preston Smith has been really good. But Kerrigan's still the best one they got, though, right? Yeah. As far um, as pass rusher. Yeah. Yes. 
and he's given them trouble in the past. Yeah. But like they're they don't they don't freak me out the way like Jacksonville and Houston did. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we don't have much time, so let me just conclude the show with the <laughs> what people, what the people's voice said about Derek's nipples. About Derek's nipples. People's voice ain't a- gonna be feeling the pain, so I really don't care what they say. Eighty-nine percent of the people suggested that you do wear band aids okay. on your nipples Thank while you. you run. Thanks for the for the protection. <laughs> Thanks. For you the learn advice. something new every day. All right, guys. This is it for today. This has been the break for Derek, Derek Eagleton, Nick Eman, David Hellman, Amber Garcia. See you guys next time on Cowboys Break on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of Monday. DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!